This Water News with Steve Baker is supported by Clearwater and Filtration on Rough and Ready Highway, Grass Valley. Well, it's time for Water News with Steve Baker and uh, Water News after a nice weekend of rain, Steve. Oh, and that felt good. Yeah. You know, we just recently lost uh, Diane Feinstein, who was quite mm-hmm. a leader in the water world. Um, uh, tell us a little bit about her. I mean, she has a long long history, obviously, uh, both in water, but also in many other things. Uh, think, think back to some of the seriously uh, difficult fights, water fights we've had. Uh, go, let's go back to 2009. There was that uh, new Endangered Species Act that there were some changes that were being enforced in, in the Central Valley. And as everyone might remember, there was the Delta smelt versus those that grow our food. Okay, it was a big deal. It's national news. And it, it became apparent at that time that the environment trumped the most senior water rights. And that didn't go very well. So that was the, the, uh, the difficulty was, was really there. And so Senator uh, Diane Feinstein, she jumped, jumped right into the situation. She paid attention to the ag interests, which irritated some and uh, certainly was okay with the agricultural community. And at the same time, the municipal leaders, they were pushing back, like San Francisco, you know, their water, you know, they have to share. They, they need to know that there's certainty to their water supply. She, she listened to understand is what it looked like, uh, both the Republican concerns, the farmers, the farming communities, and, but also the more liberal needs, uh, the municipal water users. And, of course, they need certainty to make sure that those in the cities have enough water to, to live. I think... Uh, Everyone needed that certainty, uh, and it had to somehow come from the Delta. And so she was focused on decisions that tried to bring together what was needed in our farmlands to grow our food, but at the same time, the municipalities. She was also very, very successful. Her contributions to establishing Joshua Tree, Death Valley as national parks, that came through her. So that was, it's, it's known as the Mojave National Preserve. So that's uh, a big thing that she did that all of us can be thankful for. And then uh, the senator also crafted a large bill like the 2000 or 20116. It's um, the WIN Act that encouraged water agencies to increase their deliveries from the Delta. That was like a major, major big thing in the water world. So really, you know, I'm barely scratching the surface as to what she accomplished uh, in, within the water uh, realms. But she's, she will be missed, and, and I'm hoping that uh, somehow uh, those shoes can be uh, fit into and, and maybe even better. I think you have to be careful about using the word Trump in this context. <laughs> Trump, this is our, true. our water rights <laughs> might have a different meaning to some people. Okay, Steve, uh, who's replacing uh, Diane Feinstein? Well, you know, I literally I just happened to find out it's LaFonza Butler, who's known really as a labor leader and an advocate. So we will see how that uh, transforms into the decision making in the last months and and whatever period of time is left over. But really, you know, this is something that Governor Newsom had to make a choice on. And and the farmers have been crossing their fingers and hoping and wanting to have someone who is friendly to the agricultural communities. And uh, Joe Del Bosque, who I've actually gotten to know, he's a Central Valley farmer. He was thinking of someone else. He was thinking of uh, Senator Anna Caballero because she, he feels that uh, she's a very fair person with lots of experience. So I, I think most people were looking for fair 
and good experience in water. So we will just um, wait and see how this whole thing rolls out with uh, LaFonza Butler. These water decisions are not taken lightly, Steve. Uh, I would imagine they have long-range impacts, both good and bad. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely true. Large, uh, broadly impacting water decisions involve two things primarily, politics and uncertainty here in California. Regarding the politics, we're talking about decisions that influence a lot of money and an enormous level of public angst if those decisions are not palatable. Okay, so... So you, you, have to, you have to be very good politically because you're balancing on the pyramid of powers, the local, the regional, the state, and the federal, all at the same time. All of these levels come into play. Regarding uncertainty, well, California has the greatest uncertainty in weather from one year to the next as compared to all the other states in the lower 48. So we're very unique in that way, which makes it very difficult for water managers. So that being said, you know, we're... We're also being impacted by climate changes that appear to be in the process of increasing those extreme weather patterns that we've historically dealt with, both in the dry and also the very wet. Frequencies are changing, becoming more frequent, and these extreme, uh, these intensities are becoming more, in, it's, it's just getting nastier out there. So what kind of local message uh, can you bring from uh, what we've been talking about today? You know, I'd, I'd speak to the, uh, I'm speaking to the young adults here. Uh, the young folks, you're needed. You really are needed to be leaders in our water future. So uh, don't take it lightly. It's very serious. If you have the desire to be a leader within in the communities, uh, small communities, large communities, it doesn't matter. You know, think about it from now and get involved from now. Connect with people who uh, who can help you out in that fashion. The the best the best results for all you young folks is to come from a place of listening to understand, not just peddling your own opinion. Listen to understand everyone, and then have an ability to find the balance in needs and also in the protections for the environment. It's, it's, a, it's a bit of an art form also based on facts. So I'm, I'm really encouraging young folks to look into that, and, uh, and, and I would love to talk to you if you want to have a chat about it and maybe give you some direction. Thank you, Steve. Oh, you're Thank welcome. Hopefully, we'll keep getting a little bit of rain. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's guaranteed. It did really match the mood of the Celtic Festival quite a bit, because Ireland is, of course, noted for its rain. <laughs> Thank you very much. Managing groundwater is Steve Baker's career and passion, and that has led him into working on all water sources and supplies. This has been another conversation with KVMR's water guy, Steve Baker. You can email him with your questions at water at operationunite.co.